Man City lose Kira Walsh, they're not competing. Did get yellow carded very early on in the match for being a bit too eager coming out of her goal and taking out, I think it was Leah Carlton. But, uh... <laughs> Subscribe to the OTB Koyig pod on the OTB Sports app now. The News Round on Off The Ball. With Gillette, for an effortless finish to your day. New Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Welcome along to Wednesday night's Off The Ball. It's Richie McCormick here with you right through until 10pm tonight and a very busy show on the way. We'll have reaction to Thomas Tuchel's departure as Chelsea boss earlier today. A surprising departure just seven games into the season and less than 24 hours after their defeat to Dinamo Zagreb in the Champions League. John Bruin is going to join us just after half past seven to discuss that and perhaps we'll get something from our guest as well for the news round on it too. Uh, after 8 o'clock as well, David Gillick, the former Ireland 400 metre runner, uh, will give us, I guess, a summation of the great year it has been, the great summer especially it has been for Irish athletics and the promising future that it brings as well. We'll be touching on Kira McGeehan's new national best in the 1500 metres and what needs to happen for Ireland to take the next step in terms of competing on the international stage. And the Irish Women's Open is returning to Irish shores, obviously enough, in the next week or so. Aideen Walsh is going to join us after 8 o'clock as well to talk about her participation at it as an amateur and as it's a Champions League night, Kenny Cunningham is in the house. Kenny! Evening Rich. You well? I am, I am indeed. Just looking at the uh, starting lineups. Napoli v Liverpool. Do you, do you want to give us the team news then? <laughs> no. Do you, want to, do you want to be call <laughs> no, for, 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 no. for five minutes? I can't multitask. Really. Sure. Yeah. I'd love to, do you know what you need to do? You'd, you'd be great on the old... Uh, Classified football results. Oh yes, there we go. That's a great idea. Every every Saturday, five o'clock, Kenny Cunningham, classified football results. I need a few elocution lessons prior to that. I'd stumbled at least half a dozen times over that. I reckon they let Marky Smith out of the fall. It's not as easy as it sounds, is it? Just reading teams they've and scores. They've got rid of it, haven't they? They've dumped it. The BBC. They got a huge amount of criticism. Five Live got a lot of uh, grief for getting rid of it, yeah, because it just doesn't fit the the modern day. Because like, people say, just pick up your phone, just look at live score, flash score. I remember growing up, the old man being in the. Uh, being in the bath Saturday afternoon and having this pencil with the the, the morning paper and as the the um, results came in he'd scribble them in down the side yeah. in, in pencil then bring them out and uh, hand them to me after he used to always be waiting downstairs for the classified was the paper was not ruined from being it? in the bath or <laughs> <laughs> sure he was in the bath it's funny isn't it how you remember it maybe, maybe it wasn't maybe it was out the boozer maybe just from coming back <laughs> the boozer maybe that was it wet hands either way you know what I mean yeah <laughs> Uh, Colin Milani's in the studio as well with us this evening for the news round too but Kenny I suppose the big news of the day obviously enough and we'll get into it in more depth <clears throat> after half past seven is the departure of, of Thomas Tuchel as Chelsea manager to some a surprise to others not I think seven games into the season is pretty unusual but that's the best way I can probably frame it at this point in time yeah a little surprise when I heard it but then very quickly Rich not, not kind of surprised suppose mm. it was like that Um yeah, it hasn't just been off the back of the four or seven games. Obviously, it hasn't helped in terms of results and performance, but tail end the last season as well, you could probably uh, look back at. I just think it's his demeanour for the la- for a period for the period of time now. Um just hasn't seemed happy. His body language hasn't been great. Angry man, apart from the yeah. Spurs stuff. You take that aside, even still. Yeah, no, even still, man. you're right. There's something there underneath, a bit more uh, deep-rooted. I don't know whether it's around the football club, the new ownership... Uh, how they're doing their business whether it's something more you never know something of a personal nature Rich you never know but he hasn't looked a happy bunny there for a while and and once you start them um, I think criticising players one thing criticising maybe well, transfer policy mm. to an extent I haven't got me players and a bit of disruption blah 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 but I think once you start uh, 
point the finger at players you've got to be very very careful in terms of the dressing and potentially like turning against you we can be pretty uh, sensitive lot Rich as you know as you know it's a bubble in every sense in yeah. that if, you, if you prick it it is going to burst and you're, you're going to have yeah so I just got to when I, when I heard a little bit of that particularly after back to the result the other night just how you got to be you got to be careful players will take it to an extent maybe if it's yeah. kind of justified they'll kind of take it on board but if they feel as if maybe there's an ulterior motive maybe he's using us to the flat or anything like that you start thinking along those lines you know it's difficult to get the dressing room back on board so yeah a little bit surprised initially but very quickly I thought you know what maybe not such a surprise did you ever lose a manager this early in the season ever see someone quit ever see someone well, my fault sacked? like did I get rid of as a player <laughs> yeah. did you ever, did you ever I got rid of, someone got rid of a few managers in the time I'm sure don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure they tell you that as well no I don't remember I don't remember a manager going it was never the case really traditionally yeah which was a back it's a new the, thing really. yeah I think it is you know what I mean so that kind of horror and for them mentality I thought he was on um, safe ground there to an extent too so I think he was with the new owners when I mean, you win a Champions League it's plenty, plenty of credit in the bank, <laughs> yeah you know? and I think they were looking for a bit of stability there with all the movement in the boardroom people coming and going I think the owner Jenny would have been happy to keep the you know the figurehead mm-hmm. in place and he had done fantastically well that initial period of the football club that initial six months when he came in Rich was like phenomenal wasn't it watching them skyrocket yeah, how where qu- they had been, they yeah. looked like they'd. they'd how quickly lost got them yeah. on the side, organisation, buying from the players, ended up with the Champions League final. I liked him. I liked and enjoyed listening to him when he spoke. Very bright, smart. Not not one of these managers before the game wouldn't give too much away. Mm. Throwing a few smoke bombs, not wanting you to know. He tell it straight. This is how I'm shaping up. This is why he's playing. These are the weaknesses of the opposition. This is how we can get on with this formation. And I thought that was all very interesting. I thought, wow, really smart, intelligent manager, good, really good coach. But um, it's all going to be skew with, isn't it? Like well, I said. So much so, he's, uh, he's out of a gig. As I say, we'll get into it in further depth with John Bruin after half past I've talked, I've talked to him much there, didn't I? You've, you did say that at the start. We'll get into right. it later, I'm didn't not, you? I'm not going to... Was that a hint to me to, finish, to stop talking about hate, 10 hate, minutes ago? I hate to say this in here, Kenny. <laughs> I didn't take the hint. <laughs> right. We've got, we've got John at half seven, right? And we've got the football 20 show. Now. 20 to 8 now. Yeah, we've got the football show between 9 and 10. So we've got another like hour and a half to drag out of this. Save it. Right, gotcha. Just save, delete that. Delete that There's bit. loads more. Of right. that I want to get into. There's so. loads more little corners of that I want to get into uh, with you, Kenny. So don't worry. Uh, and no doubt you can talk as well. So it's fine. Uh, but the news round is brought to you in association with Gillette Labs for an effortless finish to your day. Carl, that is the big story of the day, of course. Yeah, certainly is. Uh, Richie and Chelsea have approached Graham Potter with a view to appointing him as their new manager following the sacking of Thomas Tuchel this morning. His departure comes just six games into the new Premier League season. Chelsea currently in sixth place in the table with 10 points. He took over in January of 2021, guiding Chelsea to the Champions his league title but he departs after a disappointing 1-0 defeat away to Dinamo Zagreb in their Champions League opener last night. Brighton manager Potter has emerged as the early favourite for the role he was due to meet with Chelsea officials today. Here's what Tuchel had to say last night about his side's performance. A lack of uh, determination, hunger, a lack of a lack of intensity, a lack of repetitive intensity, a lack of determination to win duels, to actually do the things on, on the highest level, on the toughest level. That's Thomas Tuchel uh, speaking after last night's Dinamo Zagreb defeat. Uh, Potter, Graham Potter from Brighton. They seem to have done this business <laughs> straight Phoenix, away. Phoenix Knights. That's no. all I can think of when I hear that name. <laughs> Potter. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Brian, Brian Potter. Brian class. Potter, new Brian Chelsea manager. Oh, absolute class. That was two series, Rich. Don't get gold. me started. Comedy gold. Probably not it's much of it. there with anything. I'd put them two series. I'm not. It's going straight over your head this time. Oh, straight, straight over. Have you never seen Phoenix Knights, Carl? No. 
Oh. I know you're young and all, but this is come on. <laughs> I'm sure it's on all. It's on, it's on all four. It's probably on all four. Probably, probably not. Nice. Probably maybe not too PC these days. It's probably not too many repeats around the place. But absolute classic. There's a, anyway, yeah. sorry. Did you ever watch that Peter K thing? But that came before it, which is like the predecessor. Is where the groundwork is laid for Phoenix Knights. <clears throat> no, Phoenix uh, the Max and Paddy spinoff came off the back. <laughs> ah, Brendan O'Carroll in it as well. Brendan O'Carroll was in an episode of Max and Paddy. <laughs> Gone off on a tangent here, Ken. Yeah, no, <laughs> this, could, this could be the whole football show. Uh, but as I say, Graham Potter is the man seemingly that Chelsea wants. Yeah. They've moved fast, at least. You can't uh, you know, blame them for hanging around. Yeah, well, clearly um, there's some agreement in place between Potter and Brighton. It possibly it's just a evaluation in terms of a buyout clause in his contract where he's allowed to... Maybe it's a gentleman's agreement he has with Brighton and maybe if any of the top four club asked to speak to him they'll give him the the choice to go and speak if there was no guarantee he's going to he's going to come to an agreement with him I think he's a good relationship with Brighton he's enjoyed his time there but yeah Rich he's really impressed me I'd have to say the last probably year or so he was a slow burn on me uh, Potter keep thinking Brian Potter <laughs> I'm going to just call him by his sore name because sooner or later I call him Brian <laughs> most people would go Harry <laughs> so it's like it's yeah, an exactly. interesting way to see how your brain works <laughs> Most people yeah. kind of think, you know, Potter, yeah, Harry, yeah, or fair enough, yeah. you go, Brian. Yeah, yeah very true. <laughs> but, anyway. um, no, he, he was a slow born initially. Just, uh, uh, it was a change of uh, style of play from yeah. um, uh, from the previous, Chris previous manager, Chris Hewitt, yeah. of course. And I'm a big fan of what Chris uh, did at the club there, but obviously he wanted a more open, expansive. That's not an easy th- thing to do. Heard him speak a few times, just wasn't convinced. Is he just talking to talk? Had all the, the spiel, one of these... But I'd say over the last year, he's really impressed with the ways. And what's impressed me is how his team's playing. Phenomenal, really, in terms of the level of football that they're playing. And it's how they're playing as well. They're the only team, I'd say, outside the top six when they've come up against the likes of Liverpool City. Can almost go toe-to-toe with them, Rich, in a footballing sense. This isn't a team which comes and kind of parks the bus and looks to hit and count. It's like a maybe pinch a point. This is a team which says, right, we're going to play. We're going to play up against you, you know, man-to-man here in terms of almost ball playing ability and players have improved got better underneath them so that was a good sign for me for good coach manager players come in and really improve and, and they're not afraid to lose a player themselves. and improve them beyond that because yeah. they let the likes of Neil Marpe go in the last few weeks recruitment's been great yeah. I wouldn't put it all give him a pack in the back for that maybe there's a recruitment team there doing oh, there that. is yeah, yeah. yeah to an extent like, but in terms of what he's putting out since the start of this season for me they've been the most impressive team so far this season phenomenal so no it doesn't surprise me they're looking to speak to him I think he's capable in fact even towards the end of last season Rich I was looking at him thinking wow this fella could step in you know even the Man United at the time sure, before yeah. Ten Hag I was thinking surprised he wasn't in the conversation for that and potentially even like uh, Guardiola I know he's him and Han if he's going to sign another year if he's not but if you were talking if Guardiola was talking to the the kingmakers of Manchester City and actually had an input in terms of the next Manchester City manager which mm. you wouldn't you think might be the case he's that tied to them you know because he wants to protect in terms of his uh, his legacy, what he's leaving behind, he wants the right manager in who's going to actually carry on where he left off in terms of style of football. Yeah. Part for me is one of them potentially who could step into the void but there as well. Does going to Chelsea with the current environment there does that dampen it at all for Potter in terms of future prospects after that if it doesn't go well? Because I can't think yeah. of another a Chelsea manager where it ended well. Yeah, no, I think you're past. right. I think I think you're right. Actually, you might think, oh, if he's off the job, he's going to snap their hand off. But I think you're right. I think with him, he's going to have a look at and think, particularly upstairs. Bowley in terms he's carried himself and his input and how he sees the structures of the football club and what Potter's responsibility is going to be what he's you know he's got to, you've got to keep away from this player recruitment that's my responsibility this is my vision I'm going to go ahead steam ahead with it and you just roll in behind me if it's maybe that type of speech that he that pitch he gives to Potter I think Potter might be the type to go do you know what I'm not really feeling that 
I'm just going to stay where I am and maybe a, an equally good opportunity if not a better one potentially like a Manchester City sure that type of uh, club maybe even Liverpool if Klopp doesn't put da- Liverpool out this dive out there stop <laughs> it we'll get, we'll get to that moment Darren Potter was another uh, suggestion did you ever play with Darren in the international scene Darren yeah yeah or, yeah, yeah, yeah That's. Yeah. I think uh, he was younger than me yeah. Darren Potter would have been younger than me I don't think I actually played with him I think he probably he came, came in the later. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Maureen Potter was another one, of course. Maureen. Yeah. Maureen Potter. One of the greats yeah. of the Dublin theatre scene. If Phoenix Knights was too old for Ron, our first holiday. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Maureen Potter is just. Who's your. Top five Potters, isn't it? Yeah, top five Potters. 53106 is the number you can tweet us at off the ball. We'd love to hear about your favourite Potters tonight. Uh, Champions League football, of course, uh, ongoing. Rangers have just had a goal shocked off by VAR. Hasn't been an easy night for them so far, though, Carl. No, they're 3 0 down to Ajax, and Ajax have been really dominant. As you say, they've had a, a goal just chalked out after a VAR check. In the other game, they kicked off at 5.45. It's Eintracht Frankfurt nil, Sporting 2. Sporting have scored twice there in the last couple of moments to take a 2-0 lead. A busy evening ahead, as you say. Uh, Richie, among the teams in action from 8 o'clock, Liverpool go away to Napoli. That's in the same group as Rangers. As for the uh, Liverpool team news, well, James Milner starts. There's no Thiago, but he is amongst the uh, substitutes uh, tonight for Liverpool. And Tottenham in action from 8 o'clock as well. They host Marseille in North London. And the Spurs manager, Antonio Conte, admits he has a burning desire to improve his managerial record in the Champions League. He's only led a team out of the group stages of the competition twice in five attempts, and he says he's keen to improve his record. Uh, success in, uh, uh, in Europe with a trophy is important for, uh, for every manager. For sure, in my heart, in my mind, in my ambition, uh, there is the will. It's difficult, but at the same time, uh, I have this, uh, this, this ambition. Matt Doherty again on the bench uh, for Tottenham tonight Emerson Royale preferred on the right hand side of their attack uh, Jed Spence another one among the subs um, there was a clip going round overnight of Clint Dempsey doing uh, punditry for, for CBS I think it was in America and he was asked for his tips to win the Champions League and obviously he says he's a bit biased by this but he believes the Spurs have a chance this season to, to do well is that, it? is that the big headline? Spurs have a chance to do well. He, 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 he thinks he thinks <laughs> he put himself out in a limb there. He thinks Spurs have a chance to do. What does that mean? No, he thinks they're a dark what horse. Well, quantify well. I'll quantify it. Get out of the group. <laughs> Last sixteen, maybe. These, no, he says they have a chance to win the whole thing. Yeah, well, everybody's got a chance to win the whole thing oh, before Jesus the ball's Christ. even kicked. Rich, I don't think that's really that's a stretch, isn't it? Did anybody ask him are they going to win it? Yes. Yes or no? What did he say? He said they're a dark horse yes to win it. They're a dark horse to win it. Yeah. <laughs> As our Sporting Lisbon, Benfica, Marseille, even dark horses. You're not coming back in here Freddy again. Pretty dark horses. <laughs> You're not coming back in here again. Ask them in future, will Spurs win the Champions League? As host of CBS's Champions League coverage, I will ask Glenn yeah. Dempsey next yeah. time. Yeah. What exactly do you mean by dark horses? Give a definitive statement. Yeah, something definitive we can actually argue and have a conversation about. As opposed to you just getting rubby about it. <laughs> Elsewhere tonight, Carl. Yeah, some other games happening at eight. In Group C, Inter Milan hosts Bayern Munich with Barcelona at home to Victoria Pilsena. And in Group B, Atletico Madrid play Porto with Club Rouge to face Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, before we move on to the League of Ireland news, because there's um, different bits and pieces as regards, uh, we mentioned this the other night, as regards the Sligo game with Dundalk. Kenny Cunningham, any interest in the Bows job? <laughs> definitive next or no answer to this one please exclusive definitive, exclusive definitive. are you a dark horse for the Bows job or the Bows we're on air Kenny oh sorry oh sorry <laughs> I thought that was an I thought that was an off air comment no oh, who wouldn't be who wouldn't be interested in the Bows job let's be honest 
Seriously though Look at that stature You've had ambitions before this was Champions League night It is Champions League Oh night. it is Champions League Alright yeah. sorry You're diverting are you You've, you, you've champions You know you've, you've had management ambitions before Your name <laughs> Your name has been touted You're just talking off the top clubs. of your head now we've, not, ne- we've never had a conversation About my managerial ambitions I, I, I heard your you're name a massive presumption I there. heard your name Massively just connected with the, but You know who you remind me of That Beth, uh, Bet Rigby on, on Sky News Just storing it up Prime Minister's uh, question time you know, just, or shouting and screaming at uh, <laughs> Boris Johnson he's leaving number 10 she's shouting and screaming from about 20 yards away that's gonna, what you're attempting to do now I'm going to issue a come and get me plea to Sky <laughs> News if you're not going to issue a come and get me plea to post uh, but this news of drop points and all that kind of jazz call yeah and the League of Ireland today Dundalk set to move up to second in the SSE or Tricity League Premier Division they've been awarded a 3-0 win over Sligar Rovers after the Bitter Red were deemed to have fielded an ineligible player in their clash last month Sligar Rovers won that fixture 2-0 but will now be docked the three points it's also been confirmed the postponed match between Shelburne and St Pat's will be rescheduled for a later date. That game was due to take place on August the 7th, but was called off as St. Pat's were delayed in coming home from a European fixture in Bulgaria. Uh, loads of texts in as regards uh, Potter. Ronnie O'Sullivan has to be the best Potter ever. Uh, thank you for that one. <laughs> Enjoying the show as always. That's Eamon from Two Mile House. Uh, also, uh, favourite Potter, Beatrix Potter. So, oh, ah, it's a good show. That was. That was slack. Should have been all over that one. By the end, by the end of this news round, right, from five to ten, one. Ten good ones. I want you to rank no, your five. No, no. First one, a really bad one coming. That'll be it. That's the end of it. All right, Kenny, have a think, right? By the time we go to the cash machine, right, one I want more. you to have a five, four, three, two, and one of best potters. That's got to be top three. It's got to be top three. No, you it? said top five earlier on, yeah, so you're going to go top five. Big. Top five is too big. It's not too big. I'll find one more. we got to find one more. It's European qualification. Us. You think of one more, and I'll think of one more. It's the best one you can think of, yeah? Right. I don't think we're going to beat Boom. them there. I yeah. like that one, the Ronnie O'Sullivan one. That's it? taking it off in a different angle. You know, that's that's clever. Yeah, that's yeah. sad. That's the kind of text we have. I can't compete. Yeah, you know, we can't compete in that league. Let's be honest. Top five potters on the way before the end of the news round. Uh, All star nominees. We're in that kind of season again, even though it's still only September. Yeah, certainly our All Ireland champions Kerry uh, leading the way with twelve nominees for this year's football All Stars. A total of eleven counties represented in the shortlist of forty-five players. Galway the beaten finalist receiving eight nominations. Kerry's David Clifford and the Galway pair of Shane Walsh and Killian McDade are on the shortlist for the Footballer of the Year award. The nominees for the Young Footballer of the Year are Derry's Ethan Doherty, Dublin's Lee Gannon and Jacqueline of Galway and the awards ceremony is set to take place on Friday the 28th of October. Uh, US Open as well ongoing. My picks for uh, the men's and women's both went out overnight. Said Nick Kyrgios for the men's last night. Uh, said uh, another potential was Coco Goff. Both of them got beaten of course. Yeah, what do I know good. Kenny? Kenny's going yeah exactly. What do you know? I've struggled a bit now with the tennis. There was a day Lads, not too long ago, whoosh, I could name top top 10, 16. Oh, we're not doing another Pretty list. much nowadays, I'm struggling. Mm. Ta- you know, take Djokovic, obviously, is not competing. Nadal's out. Apart from that, there was always at least half a dozen to 10 you could roll off off the back of even the the top two, three players. Not anymore. Who was Women. your favourite to watch back in the day? Oh, back in the day. When you were taking the wooden racket out onto the road. Oh, I was just young enough to remember uh, Connors and Mac and I was very small like, and being in kind of yeah, engaged in that a little bit for obvious reasons because obviously two two big characters there. Who did I like when I got, uh, got a bit older? Um, Ed, Edberg. Edberg was Yeah, cool, Stefan Edberg, yeah. Crazy cool. Sam Prass like, was great but never really drawn to him. Not, not a huge amount of personality there, was there? He was, just, he was just a Ivan- bit dull. He was very good. Ivanovic. Oh, no, Ivanovic. Ivan Isovic. Ivan Isovic. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. He's uh, Djokovic's coach now, you know that? And uh, 
Chang. Oh, here we go. There's a documentary coming about him. Yeah, he go. didn't hang around too long. He kind of crashed and burned a bit, didn't he? In and out, in and out, young. Got the job done. Bang, out. Agassi, bang. Here we go. Now. Here we go. Andre <laughs> Agassi, now you're talking. I would have loved to have seen you with the Agassi hair. 4 uh, 0 to Ajax, by the way. I'm not talking about ladder here, Agassi. Photos. I'm talking about 92. Bring me skill photo. Bring me skill photo. I've seen, you, I've seen your own photos. Oh, it's, like, it's like straight, so, you know. Yeah. It's doing its own thing. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. There's no structure to it. Absolutely no structure to it. Like a bit, like Chelsea, a bit like Chelsea the last two weeks. A bit like this show, Kenny, now. Yeah, when you come in. Uh, like that short you're wearing, to be you honest with you. stop it now? Can't all be like you <laughs> and In terms of the colours, no structure all over the place. Happy decked and super dry. Uh, the lads in the Rangers away section in the Johan Cruyff Arena are heading for the exits. Uh, they are going for the town because uh, Ajax are now 4-0 up. Stephen Bergvine has added a fourth for the Amsterdamers tonight and it will be a handy start for them to their Champions League group. But as you mentioned, uh, the quarterfinal action ongoing at the US Open call yeah that's right and Arena Sabalenka is through to the women's singles semi-finals she came uh, she beat Karolina Pliskova in straight sets the number 6 seed this evening it finished 6-1 uh, 7-6 now on court is the meeting in the men's singles quarterfinals of Francis Tiafo and Andrei Rublev and that is currently level at uh, two games apiece in the first set later on tonight women's top seed Iga Svantec plays Jessica Pegula while the men's third seed Carlos Alcaraz faces Yannick Sinner and uh, a pretty sizable transfer uh, in the world of women's football today as well. Yeah, Kira Walsh's world record transfer to Barcelona has been confirmed. The Manchester City midfielder moves to the Spanish club for a fee of approximately three hundred and fifty thousand pounds. While Diego Costa's move to Wolves now looks set to go through. He has now been granted a work permit. Get ready. He's expected to complete. <laughs> Here that comes tonight. the hurricane. <laughs> Oh my That's what God. we said before you walked in today. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Here oh, comes me, the right? All right, yeah. talking about Costa. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. It's a hell of a signing, isn't it? Oh, I don't know, Rich. I well, like, just, just in terms of judgment. name value. Yeah, name value, yeah, but from a, a Wolves perspective, they need they need a body. Bringing in. They need, need a, a body. Bit of, yeah. Need a body's kind of personality. I understand all that, but it's like ticking time bomb, isn't he? And I mean, physically now, he can't be like, his legs must be shot, you know what I mean? And, He's looking to fight the world at the best of times, Costa. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that one. I got with the greatest of respect. Delighted, though. If, I'm if, delighted he's here. If Atletico <laughs> Monero are letting him go for a free, you know, you kind of like you wonder yeah. what you're getting. But they did have Sasha Kalajdzic suffer an ACL injury on his I debut. Oh yeah, first half. Up. Yeah, they needed a set to forward to. Uh, <coughs> uh, to be honest with you, bad. They saw their lacking. Rich, I've seen them play a couple of times this year. Played well. It's been the same it's, for the last couple of years already, hasn't it? They need somebody to get like 20 odd goals a season. Well, obviously. You know, they're number one, isn't he? Names escape me. Obviously, smashed his... Raul uh, Jimenez. Raul Jimenez, yeah. But obviously, last year, for whatever reason, just couldn't get it going. He ha- he's looked a bit of a shadow, to be honest, which is a shame to see. But, yeah, they need to resolve. If you can resolve that risk, they're in, uh, they're in business. But I'm not too sure uh, cost is the answer. Uh, Rory McIlroy has been speaking again uh, also getting more digs in on the live lads yeah there's been a lot of talk about this uh, this week ahead of the BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth and McIlroy says his relationship with a number of former Ryder Cup teammates who've joined the Live Golf Series have been severely damaged speaking ahead of this week's tournament at Wentworth McIlroy said he hasn't got much of a relationship with former teammates who have defected to the Saudi back tour at the moment Ian Poulter Lee Westwood and Sergio Garcia among those who have played in Live events who are set to play uh, this week and McIlroy added he does believe that they should be playing at the event which is the flagship tournament on the DP World Tour schedule. Shane Lowry too has been speaking about the current situation. Here's what he had to say today. I can't say I'm 100% okay with everyone being here but there's some of the guys that I kind of don't mind them being here given what they've done for the tour over the years. There's certain guys that I just can't stand them being here to be honest and um, I don't like it that they're here and I think 
to be honest, the one thing that I've that has really annoyed me over the last few months is how disruptive they're all trying to be. And I get they're here to get world ranking points and do that. But in a way, I think they're here for that and to be disruptive. I don't think they're here for anything else. Obviously, they're here for world ranking points somewhat, but not a little bit is to be disruptive as well. And I just don't like it. And I just think it's, you know, this is the BMW Championship. They've been BMW have been so good to us uh, in, in golf over the years. And, you know, we're all here during the week and it's all we're talking about. And I feel like we should be standing here talking about how great Wentworth is and how big the tournament is. And um, not talking about these guys that actually shouldn't be here and don't deserve to be here. I'm loving the way this is shaping up for like a Sharks and Jets West Side Story finger clicking rumble down an alley. Oh my God, it's all going off. I don't know where it's going to end. In golf. In golf of all things. Oh, such a shame though, Rich. <coughs> I mean, the, as it was, the template as it was. I mean, I like me golf. I'm not massive, but you know, the four majors coming as they did. You now the Masters. I know they swiveled it, the PGA, but I didn't mind that either. They brought that in, didn't they? They wedged yeah, that yeah. in between. Yeah. The US Open, didn't they? And the, and the British Open. But that stretch from April to August, including the Irish Open, and the British Open, the Scottish Open is all wedged in there. Absolute dream for me, that stretch of the year. Absolutely yeah. perfect. I could give up on the rest of it. You know, you got so much out of it during that period. All the best golfers all going at it. For me, that was absolute kind of perfection. I think it's a shame. don't know how it's going to come out in the wash, but I can't believe the game of golf is going to be in a better position because of it. I think, yeah, we're in a fractious state of mind. Before we get Kenny's top five potters, uh, Colin Collins has put an end to one of the uh, big ongoing sagas of the management scene. Yeah, he's set to bring his stint as Clare football manager into a 10th season. He was ratified at last night's county board meeting. Now the longest serving, serving inter-county manager in either Colin during his time in charge. He's brought Clare from Division 4 to Division 2 and they reached this year's All-Ireland quarterfinal. Yeah, I'm say, uh, I'd say they're probably delighted to get that one put to bed. Colin Collins staying on. Loads of texts in, 53106. Uh, thank you for them so far. Uh, Mr. Potter, It's a Wonderful Life uh, is one of somebody's oh. favourite. So you can add that to your list. Uh, somebody's, actually yeah, given from us, me. somebody's actually given their top five Potters. They've said number one, Harry. They've gone in, you know, reverse order. Right. And one's Harry. Number two, Maureen. Number three, Graham, the manager. Number four, Brian. Brian's only number four. This texture, Neil. Age thing, isn't it? And number five. But you've said it, it's an age thing. Number five, train spotter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there. Uh, Colonel Sherman T. Potter from MASH. That's your vintage uh, as well, Kenny. His face lights mash, up when you mention something from mash. the 80s. Alan uh, Alda. Yeah. Uh, love it. Love it. <laughs> uh, Dennis Potter, the playwright for, uh, of Pennies from Heaven, singing detective and all that kind of jazz. Dennis That's Hopper. Oh, no. Dennis Potter. Oh, We're doing Potters. <laughs> Kenny, do you remember? Start of the show. It's been 20 minutes ago. The part from It's a Wonderful Life is a great show. What a character he was. And uh, someone also has said, exclusive Kenny Cunningham does not rule himself out of becoming the next Bose manager. Or Chelsea. Boom. You've heard it here first. <laughs> so Kenny, top five potters. Go. Number five. And I thought you've just named them. I haven't thought there's somebody else's. Brian Potter's number one. Right, Brian Absolute Potter. Absolute cast or uncertainty. Right, yeah. two. I'm not going to... This is me though, you know it's what I mean? You. So exactly, how, do you, yeah. how do you forget it? Never. I'm a Lord of the Rings man. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a lot so of I haven't even five. watched. I don't think I've even watched the uh, two of the Harry Potter uh, movies. No, so uh, no, Ben Hardy. I didn't realize it was a war. <laughs> ben Hardy, Harry Potter. Ben Hardy, both Harry's Harry's there, Harry, and the other, and the other Hardy. I'm not wow. a fan of his either. Um, it's only two. Uh, Beatrix, I think. Beatrix. In terms of book sales, is up there. Okay, she's done well. I think that's undervalued. Beatrix yeah. is number two. Beatrix and number three. I'm going to leave it at number three. Oh God. Uh, I like uh, Mr. Hopper from It's a Wonderful Life. Mr. Potter. I'm Mr. Potter, sorry. It's, Hopper Hopper. Now. it's Potters. Potters. There go. Definitive. Right. Definitive. There you go. The definitive list from Kenny Cunningham. One, Brian Potter. Two, Beatrix Potter. And three, Mr. Potter from It's a Wonderful Life. Harsh on Maureen. James Stewart. 
cash machine time. I don't know how we can talk this. straight over your head again, isn't it? This is an education. Let's do the cash machine. 